When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where we're going to break down all things meatballs, not the food, the movie. No? No. Nope. Right. I'm going to go ahead and veto that specifically because I was born in the 90s and not 1935. Yes, so right. Continue. You guys are all young, great, and you love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is what yes, we're we actually here to talk about. My name's Coach. With me today, we've got... Hey, it's Josh Kennedy from Facebook. And joining us from the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, we've got... David. Ah, oh, David. David's Super back. Nice to have you back. Um, I just was watching you guys the Star Wars one from was it today or yesterday that that just came out? Uh, it was just a while ago. We just ended. Oh, just ended good. Up, so I was watching practically probably the end of the live one. That's um, cool. So I was. I'm glad you jumped on. There's a lot of Marvel stuff news going around with Disney Day and man, movies coming up and shows coming up and we just got seen watching. Are you all caught up? Have you seen Eternals? Have you? You watching? All right. I don't all know right, if David it's going to come up too much, up. but we're Probably excited not. about all that stuff. Um, the big news that seems to be going around, though, is the anxiety for the Spider-Man trailer. David, I know you're probably used to this, as you just all went through it with the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer not coming out. How do we feel? Does everyone feel good? I, mean, I feel sad. All we got was concept art and then like Ewan McGregor doing an interview. That was our... Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, and I was bummed. Yeah, it was even, so weird yeah. on the sizzle reel, and I mean, there was really no sizzle. I mean, we got concept art that apparently they showed to investors like a year ago, and it was actually a shorter reel than the investors actually got when they did that big investor day. That's and hilarious. from all the reputable leakers and scoopers from Star Wars, they said we were definitely getting something Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then we only got what what they gave us on Disney Plus Day, which leaked the day before, and Disney was striking all these YouTube channels for it, and it was like at that point, it's like, oh no, oh, yeah, uh, all right, that's though. the thing. Big advantage, but, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is still super handsome. So at least that show is a back. very long ways off, whereas yeah. Spider Man is a very close, near future, right around the We're corner. Right dude. around the corner, we've only seen really one thing. I haven't even seen like extensions of the trailer at this point. Is it is it getting too close? Are we do we need a trail? I mean, we always say we don't need yeah. one. They always come out. Yes, but it feels very late in the game to still not have that like second Spider-Man trailer and start confirming some of the things that I think the audience really wants. I to uh, I pitched this on our former episodes that like there's so much hype behind this movie that they don't have to do another trailer, but them dropping a trailer would kind of bring in some audience that maybe wouldn't have gone to see it in the first place if they do get a peek of Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man or even Andrew Garfield if they enjoyed that iteration of the character. Yeah, they're doing a really big fan event in uh, LA, I believe, Tuesday, where they're going to drop the the second trailer. Well, I think it's going to happen. And Sony put out like a little press release saying that there's going to be big news at this event. So what big news could it be? Maybe they're going to reveal some specific people that are going to be in it, possibly have them on stage. 
Well, I was going to save this for the end, but I did hear the rumor that Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face from Batman Forever is going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. So. Yes, yeah, stick around for our super famous uh, section at the end where we talk about people who are definitely in this movie. It continues to expand. But two people who we are all pretty sure is in the movie. Yes. And they just refuse to tell us uh, would be previous iterations of Spider-Man. And I think it's important that the audience knows going in. I think it would it would bum me out walking into the theater, still being like, I'm pretty sure they're in it, but like we don't know for sure yet. That would really just annoy me. I I think from our perspective, just because we're so involved in the news of this, like you know, pop culture phase in society that we're kind of in the know. Like we, everyone, everyone that I know knows that they're going to be in it, but there is a certain portion of society that is only kind of like a casual movie goer. And if they don't know those new people are going to be in there, then uh, they, you know, might be kind of surprised or disappointed. I don't know. It would be good to know. Yeah. It seems like Kevin Feige is still saying like, hold up guys. I mean, lower your expectations just a bit. And that kind of makes me nervous. It's like, we're all expecting to see certain people in this movie now for them, maybe not to be there or maybe have them in like some type of post-credit scene for another movie or something. I mean, that would be horrible. That's a good thought. I think there maybe there's even the slightest chance that their roles are so small in this new movie that they don't want people to be hyped up like they're going to be featured prominently. I, I don't think, think that would be fine. I think that would be fine. I think they have to be in this film in some type of action sequence yes. and have like a moment, just one moment. They only need one moment for 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 it to satisfy the fan base. And that's But here's the thing. We have to know that because I think the inclusion of them in the movie um, takes it from being just another movie to being an event. I think that's – I was talking to, like, a couple people. My brother um, is not a big superhero guy, and then a couple of my friends from work, and they don't see a bunch of these. They see, like, just the Avengers movies, just the big ones. And I think that's what takes this movie from a Spider-Man movie to a big event is if you include them and you let people know – that they're going to be in it. Even like, even if as David said, if they're in there for just a moment, show us anyway, let us know that they're going to be there. Because if you just wait until the audience shows up and expect yeah. word of mouth to spread it, it's just, well, that's, that's, that's a, fun. that's one fair point. I guess if you want to go like that, there's the fact that they could not do the trailer. And then those initial viewings are going to leak it anyway. And then everybody knows they're in there in that course of action. I guess you could go that route. I still think they should do the trailer. And I've said it a million times. This movie's going to get us back to the billions. It's going to be the one that gets us back over that mark. And uh, that's it's just going to be stupid successful. That's all I can say about it. Yeah, I, I think this might be a move for like the normies, the people that aren't hardcore about this. Let them know that Toby and Andrew possibly coming back. I mean, that's the rumor that we're all kind of talking about here. But, well, uh, and, I mean, and, and here's the thing. At this point in culture the YouTube release of the trailer is now its own thing. It generates yeah. its own money. It mm -hmm. generates its own secondary market. It generates a lot of people on YouTube and it generates podcasts like ours. Mm -hmm. uh, not that we make a ton of money, but there's plenty of podcasts and, and movies that do make a bunch of money on these trailers coming out. They are their own set yeah, they're, of income being generated. Some of the most subscribed YouTube channels on the internet are just reaction based uh, channels where they'll pick a trailer or they'll see a funny meme or a TikTok, and then they just they spend all their time reacting to things because maybe they have smart reactions or they're just super funny people but whatever it is 
there's a whole subculture of money making revenue that's all about reactions to things. And what like a wasted opportunity by Sony and Marvel if they don't have that big moment. I mean, I think about uh, if you don't know this, back when Force Awakens came out, almost as big a deal as the movie itself was the initial trailer that created. Yeah. That was just as big a deal to everyone in the world to see that trailer for the first time. I probably had as big of an emotional reaction to that as the movie. There's a chance that this could do the same thing if they show the other two, you know, Andrew Garfield well, and Tobey yeah, Maguire in a clever way in a trailer. That's the interesting thing about Spider-Man as a character is he's obviously part of the MCU now, but he's such an individual character. And I believe the second most popular comic book character period only behind, yeah. I think Batman. So Spider-Man being such a big deal by himself, it really could bring this wave of people back that kind of tapped out on the whole Marvel thing. Cause I've talked to a few of my friends that were like Endgame was the peak for me and I'm probably not going to go back out and keep watching this. They think they considered that like the conclusion, which it was the conclusion for the Infinity Saga. I'm obviously not going to stop watching Marvel projects, but I can see where people are coming from and they're going to go back out and see the Spider-Man movie. So yeah, the No Way Home trailer has more views now than the Endgame trailer. It surpassed it, which is surprising. But of course, there's more people on the planet, more kids growing up and using the Internet now. So. I mean, it's those records are just going to be broken. But I mean, that's that's really kind of like a feather in the cap of like Sony there with Spider-Man. It's like I think Sony's making all the right moves, kind of partnering up with uh, Kevin Feige and the MCU and making this whole thing happen. Hopefully it all kind of starts connecting with Sony and the MCU with Morbius and Venom and have that whole thing go on. Then with the uh, newly announced Echo show, too. I mean, that has a little part to play as well. And then Blade as well. I mean, there's a connection there. That's obviously going to be in the MCU. So hopefully they keep on going. Yeah, it's a lot of interesting things that are riding on this movie. And I think Josh said it best. It's It really does feel like nothing has gotten us as a culture back into the MCU quite yet. And if anything's going to do it, it's probably this Spider-Man movie, um, which is like unfortunately because the shows have been so good and the shows have been extremely popular but like there's nothing compared quite to the level of like a blockbuster making over a billion dollars so i'm hoping it's good and i'm hoping the trailer comes out and like establishes that hard and early and hopefully yeah. on tuesday um we're yeah. jumping on doing an emergency podcast talking oh, yeah. about oh, some yeah. dope stuff <laughs> not jumping on and being like man remember when we were disappointed by that obi-wan kenobi thing <laughs> yeah that was small prize compared small to this prize, um, and i do know for a fact that tom holland toby mcguire and andrew garfield are all in pretty much the same location yes at least these past two days they were because they were all over social media being like filmed by fans and we we know garfield did uh junk it for his next project and then mcguire was like walking the streets and people were asking him hey you in the next spider-man he said, and he was no. like, no. no. <laughs> and ah. then Tom Holland's just getting like just mauled by fans and like uh, autograph seekers. And he's mm-hmm. like all just kind of in shock. And I think he showed up at the Lakers game mm-hmm. too. Yeah. It's yeah. Just what he gets for being young and attractive and playing Spider Man, man. He's yeah. just, he's, he's lovable. So it's hard for fans not to, not to be all over that guy. And, and just as a disclaimer to everyone listening, hey, we are aware that there are particular leaks that show particular things that may or may not verify anything we are talking about. Hey, guess what? We're I'm gonna not going to look at them. We're gonna, I go out of my way to try to avoid them. 
Um, there are certain ones that I have avoided and I've heard exist that I haven't seen and there are ones that I've accidentally seen, but I'm not going to talk about them because I don't encourage you guys to see them. But if you do, just don't tell me about it. That's that's how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, just um, give us a like and uh, subscribe. Yeah, yeah that's all exactly. we need. Yeah. Like, subscribe, like. join the Models Club Facebook group, and then don't post there. Post other things. Tell you what, if you guys all rate us five stars, you could post all of the potential spoilers in, <laughs> in the reviews. For every so. five star review you send, you're allowed to That's personally the plug. send me any, any spoilers. Yep, you're allowed to just send me all of the spoilers. Just on the basis, you screenshot your review and five stars, and you can tell me whatever you want. And I'll be sad, but I'll be happy at the same time. All right, Spider Man is not the only thing going on in no, the, Marvel, the Marvel Universe right now. Um, a couple other things that are coming up. Let's talk about Hawkeye next. If you haven't seen the Disney Days part, a large chunk of it did involve the Hawkeye show coming up. And it pretty much showed like a large chunk of a scene. I did watch that. Josh, I think you said you... Yes, I specifically intentionally did not watch it. Because I know those shows coming at the end of this month. I'm more than happy to discuss it, but I will not be witnessing it with my eyes until it's in the show. David, have you seen the the new footage from the Disney Day? Yes, I saw everything Marvel from Disney. It looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. God, it looks so good. It is going to be my favorite thing, I think, to come out in a while. I love it. Bigger fans I am of WandaVision. I just finished um, writing my script for our WandaVision Marvelous Depths. And I plan on recording it tonight as soon as I get done. Super excited. But I'm more excited for Hawkeye. I think it's going to be awesome it has such a perfect tone it looked like it really thread the christmas thing which i'm all about all the time so i had nothing but praise for it david what did you think i thought it was pretty good it's kind of what i suspected i i didn't get a lot of the criticism that a lot of people like had towards it for the first trailer it felt exactly what we were gonna get and the cinematography, the that oh. one scene inside of the car with the camera rotating, I thought that was excellent. I think more films and TV should do stuff like that. I think the choice of Haley Steinfeld to play Kate That's Bishop oh, is really great. I mean, she's young enough to be in the MCU for years and years to come. And we're all kind of assuming that she's going to be a young Avenger coming up soon. Mm-hmm, no um, and uh, having Vera Formiga in there, uh, I think that's a great choice. And there's also another rumored casting that I think is a new show that they announced in there. And um, they, they're they pulling a lot from comic book storylines. And a lot of people were aware of some of the people that did show up in that footage, mm-hmm. a particular gang, the bro gang, I think it was. But yeah, it looks good. I mean, it, it looks like what I was expecting. And I, I, I like Haley Seinfeld as an actress. And I think yeah. that's a perfect pick. Yeah, Edge of Seventeen. That's she's in Edge of Seventeen, right? I don't know if you guys have seen it. So that's a great, great movie. Um, but the thing I liked about this trailer is that it it doesn't really give anything about the plot away. Like David said, there's things you would have to be in the know about mm-hmm. to know. Like if you just watch this trailer as a person who like watches the Avengers, this trailer didn't help you have any understanding of what was happening in the plot. It just showed you a really cool scene. What it showed you is that it's well done. It's got super great people working on it you can tell like the production value is going to be off the charts and the acting between those two is just smooth yeah. and moving so it felt like it, a good balance of comedy as well comedy and action yeah felt like there was chemistry between 
Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. So, yes, Josh yeah, I like how could watch it, but you, I mean, yeah, I yeah. now that you guys explain what it is, I I may give it a give it a quick look uh, later tonight or this week or something like that. But uh, yeah, I like the the whole relationship between those two characters in the comics is a fun one because it's very Batman and Robin esque, but not quite to that degree. So mm-hmm. it's it's a fun comparison between the two, and she there's no. I don't know, like relationship energy between the two because there's such a large age gap, and that's kind of an important thing to have in these type of shows. It's 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 gonna be really cool to watch. I'm excited to see Jeremy Renner kill it as Hawkeye, of course. Yeah, I'm pumped about it. Uh, I have nothing else really to say about that one because I'm like, well, I want to keep the train rolling because there's so much stuff. Well, we also out. do have two episodes that come out um, oh, yes, Thanksgiving week, note. right? So a good yeah. note for everyone paying attention, and I love when shows do this. I think every show should do it. Yeah. You should always start with two episodes to get people fully, the norm fully invested. Lately, has been the three episode premiere, at least on Apple TV and HBO Max. That's kind of what they've been leaning they into. Always, but they don't have like a established IP quite as much as maybe they feel they need to do an extra episode. I don't know, but and they don't have a Star Wars series uh, series starting December 29th. So yeah, exactly. So they got but, Book of Boba Fett showing up that next week that's gonna be on so Disney Plus. That's good stuff. That's gonna um, be a good show. But yeah, Disney Plus Day, it's had a ton of stuff going on. What I did want to talk about, I just thought it was interesting. I don't know if you guys had a note about this. They did a good job of making it like Disney Plus, the app itself, was like where you went to watch a lot of this stuff. It wasn't up on yeah. YouTube as readily available. And I thought that was kind of clever of them to like, again, feeding into that idea that they know that this is just as big a deal well, as the yeah. actual show coming out. They also pitched her on a deal for uh, you can get Disney Plus for a month for a dollar ninety nine, and that was very much intentional. So people would pitch in, start their service, watch all this new stuff, and then more than likely you're not going to cancel it now that you know all these things are coming. It's uh, it's just smart marketing. I mean, yeah, I can't expect anything less than from Disney. You know, the Whatever. empire. That's how they can afford to pay us the big bucks, really. That's, they pay us zero dollars and zero cents. But I wish it would pay us. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, so let's let's jump in. If you watch the Disney Plus uh, little reel they had, it was roughly I want to say fourteen minutes, maybe ten minutes. I don't actually know. It seemed like longer than it was, but that's because about three quarters of it was recapping things that we've already seen. Mm-hmm. Which, what did we think? Did it? Did it sell those shows well enough? You think people who haven't already seen those shows are not going to be like, mm, I'm going to go watch that? I don't know. I, I'm going to watch what I watch. What I've already seen, I've already seen. I'm not going <laughs> to. It did nothing for me. I want you to tell me what every person on earth is thinking at every moment, Josh. That's really I, the only reason we're on this podcast. I can't go full Druig, man. I wish I had his powers. He could just control the minds of all of society and we'd be a terrible race but continue (laughs) (laughs) well i'm going to go ahead and speak for the entire nation and say that it was well done and everybody is now going to watch wandavision it'll be the most watched show of all time um it is a really good show obviously oh hey uh you want to use that as your fun little transition into the new project section because we are getting a spinoff series spinoff series and one of them right here i'm gonna throw them up on the screen for anyone watching Here's kind of everything that we saw, little bits and pieces of, if only we saw the title, or some things we saw little half seconds of, and some things we saw virtually nothing of, but exciting stuff going on. Um, let's start with the the things we saw footage of, 
or that they like went out of their way to talk about. Of those things, Moon Knight got a big uh, oh, yeah. a big reception online. I think that was the the buzz when the first started things coming out was all about hey. I personally Moon Knight and the X-Men series are the two things I was most amped for out of all these announcements. I'm really excited for Agatha too, but if I specifically had to pick one or two that I really, really am looking forward to, it's, it's those ones. Yeah. Uh, David, of the things we saw footage of, what were you most impressed by in the little clips that we got to see? Um, I was very curious to see what Moon Knight was going to look like. And it looks like mm. Oscar Isaac is like full in. He's going to like act his ass off to do all those different personalities. And they didn't show the full costume. Yeah. Like a front shot. Mm. Yeah. Front shot of, of the costume. Um, But I mean, it, yeah, the, the footage was interesting. Um, I'm not all too familiar. I haven't seen really many comics of Moon Knight. I'm familiar with the character, though. I kind of get the whole concept, and I saw Feige talk about him on stage at Comic Con years ago about uh, him getting his powers from Khonshu, the Egyptian god. And I do know a little bit of backstory on that now. But yeah, I'm excited to see him back. I know he was Apocalypse in that last X Men movie, or the second to last. Yeah, Oscar, it was the second to last because Dark Phoenix was last, which was garbage, garbage. Yeah. So yeah, Apocalypse is one of my favorite favorite characters from the x-men animated show and yeah they made him look like isaac ooze from the (laughs) hey oh yeah and and oscar isaac did did talk about the fact that when he would walk in that costume it felt like he was walking in a giant sneaker and he would make like sneaker noises like on a basketball court every time he he walked across stage but yeah, I mean, it it looks interesting. I hope it works. Um, him flying through the air across buildings uh, with yes. the moon in the back looks pretty cool. And a lot of people have kind of talked about it. he has like a little bit of a Batman aesthetic. Well, that's essentially what Moon Knight's character was. It was almost like an answer to Batman. They were trying to make their own like, oh, you got a guy dressed in all black that jumps across buildings. Well, this guy's going to be dressed in all white and he's going to be crazy. And that's our character. Yeah, I mean, it's it's shameless what they pulled off of him, but they he has come into his own as a character. So yeah, I, well, I've got nothing against it. Seems to be the how these things happen when comics yeah. are created. Starts as a knockoff, turns into its own IP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was really impressed by the She Hulk footage. I was yes. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah, I really wasn't expecting much, but we of course it's Tatiana Mislani doing her. I mean, she. I think she's one of the best actresses that's kind of, like, underrated because she did the whole Orphan Black thing where she had, kind of like Moon Knight, like, 23 personalities that she had to act as. And I think this is going to be her big break. And, of course, we've got to see Mark Ruffalo in there as Smart Hulk and as just Bruce Banner. And that very end scene of them in, like, 70s clothing was kind of weird it was almost like they were making like a commercial yeah they're making like a law commercials yeah, what that looks like <laughs> i think it was i think it's because she's a lawyer they're like let's make a classic law yeah. commercial and the thing i learned was that um is her name rebecca walters sure okay oh yes she's yes, actually yes, the yes, cousin yes. She's actually the yes. cousin of Bruce Banner. Oh, yes. Banner. She's the cousin of Bruce Banner. So yes, she's related to, yeah, Bruce Banner. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the details, but that's kind of the uh, hor- like crux of uh, Old Man Logan is that kind of turns their whole family into a weird situation. And you can read the undertones if you know what I mean. But that's kind of what the whole evil race of Hulklings 
goes to and <laughs> there's so. hulklings wow yeah I mean, yeah yes. yeah but, and yes, we got I, to see like the backside of she-hulk we didn't get to see the front side where her well, face looked good though like. the skin like, looked, looked yeah i think they I actually think painted her hulk even well at least her legs i think is just her painted if i remember correctly she's pretty much pretty in pretty good shape. I'm sure some of it's going to be CGI. I'm sure, not but. quite sure that's Tatiana, though. I, I don't think she's Maybe she's that got a muscular. double? Yeah, it might, it might, have, it's, it might be a double. It's, yeah, I would bet it's something Yeah, I'm kind of like interested to see what they did. Style, how they used to just paint someone different. Um, but, yeah, I think it looked well done. I'm so curious what the show itself, like, how's episode by episode of that show going to go? You know what I mean? Like, is there going to be like weird courtroom intrigue and it's just going to be a <laughs> I think it'd be funny if they leaned into like almost like a better call Saul, which I haven't watched much of that show, okay, but if yeah. they went through like a similar plot to that, that'd be pretty funny. I think it's it'd be funny good. if it was just Yeah, it's going to be her versus Matt Murdock. Okay. I was just going to say if Matt Murdock doesn't show up in one episode, I'm riding. <laughs> oh, I bet he does. He's going I'll, to for sure. I bet he does. No um, doubt at all. No doubt in my mind. But yeah, that one looked interesting. I'll just talk about the one that obviously I think everyone knows if you watch this podcast, what one I thought looked best. And I yeah, thought yeah. it led as my expectations. Miss Marvel looked good. Like the oh, yeah. they they did a good job of like establishing what you needed to know about the character if you're gonna watch this show. And that's how like she looks up to these heroes. She had cooler powers even than she does in the game. Um if you yeah. haven't played the Marvel's Avengers games, it looks like they've I expanded did. on those powers for this show. And she like has the little costume on shows that hey she's a fan of miss mark of captain marvel which is important to her character um it's pretty blunt about the fact that she's you know a pakistani descent and they're going to lean into that so they've established everything and they did it in such a short time i thought it was extremely well done yeah the way they cut up that teaser was very impressive um i stand by my indifference toward that character but i i mean i'm gonna enjoy that show i'm sure once i uh get to view full episodes i'm sure i'll get further into it but as of right now i was like okay i mean that was the way they cut that teaser was impressive i'm gonna watch obviously i'm on the marvel stuff podcast so there you go uh other things that we didn't get to see anything really new of but we they talk about it a little bit and they transitioned into other than Ooh, you left one Agatha? out that we did get to see we got oh, to see a quick image of uh nick fury and secret invasion oh yeah looking we did. super we old saw, like, yes. one image of, of... Yeah, it was yeah like a one second shot of him looking old that was about it but yeah you can keep going with Which i think is important thing. it helps people like if you don't know secret invasion it's a little hint that it's I believe that is going to be Amelia Clark's intro into the MCU. So I'm really excited to see what she does as a character. Because I obviously just watched Eternals and Richard Madden plus Kate Harrington. Money. Uh, Amelia Clark is going to be in the new Spider-Man as Daenerys Daenerys Targaryen. Yes, Daenerys Targaryen. We talked about this last week. We already know (laughs) when she's joining the MCU. It's not a secret. I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, you're right. We did see that little image. I don't know what else. But what I was going to say is Marvel Zombies, Agatha, House of Harkness. Both yes. spinoffs of recent shows we've talked about, we reviewed. We know these characters and stories relatively well. Are we excited for either of them, both of them, or neither of them? I'm more excited for Agatha, specifically because, one, Catherine Hahn's a great actress. I just watched the first episode of her new show with uh, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. It's uh, The Shrink Next Door on Apple TV. That was a pretty cool character, and uh, she's just great. I... Don't, I haven't read into it too much, so I don't know what time period this is necessarily taking place in, but if I had my choice, I would say we get a lot of Salem stuff and more of an origin story. So I guess we'll uh, see how it 
plays out. But I'm more excited for that. Marvel Zombies, you can go back to our review of that episode where I've never been into the whole zombie genre. I don't think it's bad. It's just never been my thing. So maybe I'll, I'm going to watch the show probably, but not willingly. How about that? <laughs> David, what about you? Uh, I think I echo most of what Josh said. I did like the zombies episode of What If. I thought that was pretty cool. It worked. I think it's kind of hard to... I'm not sure if it's hard to mess up a zombie-type show uh, when it's like done well from a, from a really good studio. I know we have like The Walking Dead, and I think there's zombie fatigue, and a lot of people say, well, there's Marvel fatigue, there's zombie fatigue, and you put them both in the show. Yeah, <laughs> like, I uh... don't think I don't see it as a recipe for success. Um, it's that one's going to be an animated show. So I think yeah. it's going to go very much the way of what if where it's yeah. no one's favorite Marvel thing, but it's a fun filler. I think that's the same way. Yeah, maybe maybe have it as a prequel and then in the in those same events of what if and then have it like a sequel as well. I, I think it could be cool. I mean. The what if show? I mean, I I'm not like super trying to rewatch all that stuff again, but it, it was interesting. I, I thought it was all right. I um, acknowledged it was just brings oh, up go a ahead. good point though. It's so interesting because we've seen the what if episode. Yes, we saw most of the people in that episode, which mm-hmm. kind of means like either you're gonna replay that in a much slower pace, mm-hmm. or it's gonna be a continuation. It's like we've already seen most of the interesting things. Like I don't, I whatever i mean there's something like that we could also they could go a little further back like what david said where they show how the infection really started and watch superheroes slowly get taken down by the virus i think that would be pretty cool yeah that would be fun to watch yeah i mean i i think i do suffer from the zombie fatigue because it's now the villain in most video games and (laughs) there's a new movie with more zombies there's always somebody zombies and i think zombie land's the exception because i love those movies because they're hilarious I will bluntly say that I am disappointed the show is made because I now have to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It will be it will be literally the first thing that Marvel has made that I'm gonna be like, I have no interest. I don't want to. I have negative. I'm gonna hate it every second of it. And that's fine. Um, but I got the sounds cool, right, David? You oh yeah, understand? I I'm super anticipating that. I think Catherine Hahn is a great actress. I think she's like perfectly cast for that role. And like Josh said, uh, it'd be interesting to see like a. An origin story, That's what uh, and see be, a lot right? of Salem stuff. I hope so yeah, and see her way back in the day, and then maybe she can kind of become like an anti-hero and kind of join up with the whole gang in the next Avengers level. I've event, got a pitch, you know? and I get paid zero money, and the show's probably already been recorded. But if they <laughs> phrased it in the way where since she's trapped in Westview, she still has maybe access to her books or whatever, and it kind of most of it takes place by a flashback and her having memories of certain mm-hmm. situations. And then you could have a couple scenes here and there, or even have the entire show seem like it's a prequel and then have it jump to the current timeline and her bust out of Westview or whatever they're going to do with that character. I could see that happening. Yeah. I hope it's very little of her busting out of Westview and very much. No, I know. I don't want that to be like a focus. That's for sure. Uh, what if as well for the record we did what if what season, if season two, two we didn't forget we've talked we talked about it when season one ended we already knew season two was coming yep. um we have discussed is there any particular storyline david that you are excited for season two of what if anything you want to revisit um, like we definitely know we're going to yeah i mean i think the whole anticipation is to see what uh thanos 
uh, zombie Thanos does. Uh, I think that's what everyone's kind of wondering about. Um, but yeah, I'm. I like the character that that uh, the, of the Watcher. Um, I, I think I thought that was the voice at, in the in the post credits of uh, Eternals. Uh, Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, for sure. Yeah, that's Stephen Wright. Yeah. Okay. He's watching everything. But no, we were wrong. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I mean, it's. It would be surprising if he had any crossover with a live action. Hey, I wonder if they're going to do a live action watcher at any point. I wouldn't think so unless well, we get another 10 years down the road. Yeah. yeah. Got got another 10 years of Marvel movies before I think they start going into that's like four tier cuts into comic book knowledge, that's for sure. Well, I mean, we got him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 with Stan Lee. Yeah. That's yeah that little moment. Yeah, it's the little, <laughs> the little cameo. I'll give you that. Yeah, but if I they do that. a freaking movie... <laughs> about that i'm gonna be upset <laughs> well disney plus show i mean well he, cool. they're not gonna get stan lee to come back so i don't think i want to see it got you there well i mean they did get uh peter cushing to come back in star wars and rogue well, one he's got you there <laughs> yeah well i don't need to i don't want to see a cgi stan lee if they ever do okay. a cameo that he didn't actually film i will personally boycott that project i will i will also be upset yeah i actually agree with that uh yeah yeah again i we've talked i've already discussed everything i need to about what if season two so yeah and i, I was on it we were we did a whole <laughs> we did an ep- if you want to go back and watch our library uh we've got an episode every episode you of what should. if we did an episode yes you should rate us five stars it. and tell us all the spoilers <laughs> that's what you should do um but a bunch of things did come out that we I, I mean some of them i knew about some of them i thought i didn't know were happening and some of them look interesting some of them don't was there anything that like you saw? You were like, "Wow, I'm surprised that that's being made," um, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, the one I saw is the X Men '97. They're going well, back to the old animation style. No, but let's let's just acknowledge it. Like they're almost doing because uh, at DC Fandom they released the exact same thing with Batman the Animated Series. They're getting some of the original creators to come back, and it's more of a prequel thing. So. It's. I think it's cool that we're reviving these classic TV shows as long as they do it right. That's really the caveat I want to put mm-hmm. in. Because if they update the animation style and make it like CGI or something weird, I'm not going to like that. They need to go back to the roots and like the just really go into how it used to be. Yeah, the surprising yeah. ones were the X Men '97 and the Spider Man first year. Um, yeah, freshman year, whatever that is. Yeah, I yeah, that's that's going to be. They they said it's going to be a an animation style or something we've never seen before in Spider-Man. So but I mean, that's like the thing we've always seen with Spider-Man is like origin story. So <laughs> that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. How many times are we going to kill uncle Ben before we get <laughs> tired of it? <laughs> I, I, I can tell you. So from the, the little bit we saw of Spider-Man, it kind of like the paper folds down and you kind of see him for a second. I think mm-hmm. that's the animation style they're going to go with. They're almost going to go with it. Like Archie comic style Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little um, bit. It does look a little bit like Archie. What's yeah. that one old? Was it like Darby or something like that? That animation style. It's kind of similar to that. Yeah, so it's, it, it's it's it looks super cool. I know I saw a bunch of people in like the YouTube the trailer comments and everything. Like, is it going to be the same as Spider Verse? No, no, not going to be the Spider Verse one. Someone that wasn't a Marvel, sh- but I look forward to that. I think it's going to be a cool style. Whether or not the show is interesting, I don't know. But I, I'm excited for at least the first episode just to kind of see it. In its in its glory there, but obviously X Men. I mean, 
Yeah, just, I love how they tweeted it out where they, they literally did the meme that's been around forever where it's just Wolverine sitting yeah. in bed and touching the photo because yeah. he messes up so much. That's how that they released it. I was like, I love it. That was yeah. perfect. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, it, first of all, it gives you an excuse to go back and watch it, which I haven't watched in a while. It's been a long yeah. time since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, there's a lot of good arcs. It did, it was a classic TV show and like the way it would, do arcs about an entire thing and then it would just feel like they Up just ignored down. it and then they would just yeah. do I a mean, whole other arc the best <laughs> intro music of all time yes facts and then uh they did a better phoenix dark phoenix arc than either of the failed movie attempts so yes. there you go yeah those episodes were awesome uh, yeah they were they, were the, they basically introduced me to all the cosmic parts of I mean, just in, in a really well done way. I, I already knew of like Galactus and Silver Surfer and all that stuff, but I mean, they really kind of put it in focus in my life. And yeah, X Men was kind of the introduction to Marvel, like the formal introduction for me because I didn't read many of the comics. Yeah, I, be, I think cards. it might. It was one of my first projects too. I know the first move, Marvel movie I ever saw was the original uh, two thousand X Men yeah. one, and I got that on VHS. But the the TV show, I think, was the first time I'd ever even seen a Marvel character, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's beloved for a lot of 80s babies, you know. I mean, yeah. I would always hear in the 90s growing up, you would ask adults, what's their favorite cartoon? They would always say X-Men. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it was just one of those cartoon. things. It's like, yeah. Their cartoon was X-Men, and their favorite movie was Meatballs. <laughs> oh, God, get out of here. Yeah. Everyone knows it was Titanic. No, that movie. Oh, my God. All right, game over. Well, Done with that reference. What's up was, next? I am Groot, there any, I think. There was plenty of shows that were, I think, came out of nowhere, but a little less known that I was not excited about. Of course, I am Groot and Ironheart and even Echo. I don't really know a ton about. I don't know much about Echo, so I'm I'm intrigued, to say the very least. Um, I am Groot. I almost guarantee it's just going to be a kid show, which is fine, but I don't know how well the stories are going to be kind of developed throughout that it's going to be like a weird background thing with fighting rats on the milano or whatever some silly things like that i'm sure yeah probably it'll probably just be yeah so i was i was super curious about echo and i wasn't quite sure and i heard a lot of people saying it was going to be like a kind of like a um almost like a spinoff in a way and i think it's a little spoilery to say what is it spinoff of but essentially it's a female superhero that is deaf. She cannot oh, hear, but I think all of her other senses are heightened, and she's got like marksmanship, just like Hawkeye. And I think she's had, she has another superpower. Um, but she is played. She's a, uh, I believe she's Mexican American, uh, played by a Mexican American deaf actress. In, okay, in the show. So that that's kind of neat. Um, yeah. it sounds a lot like they just did daredevil in reverse and then put a new label on it but i guess i mean it's fine and and, and i'm always on board for inclusivity so whatever gets us experience more cultures through the eyes of superheroes is awesome iron hand iron heart's gonna be sweet um you guys don't know much about iron heart um the story they're going with is she's gonna be a a young kid who you know Kind of did the little bit of Tony Stark stuff, kind of gets that technology. I think they're even leaning pretty hard. My understanding is they're leaning pretty hard into the connecting with the Wakandan technology. Yeah, and I she think is 
yeah. going to be either in or part of the the Black Panther movie or I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I heard that that was going to be her intro as Wakanda Forever is going to be her first like cameo prior to the show. Yeah, it's what I heard anyway. Yeah, me too. We'll see how it goes, but I think that'll be interesting. The character itself is it's an interesting character. Another little Tony Stark running around with just trying to outsmart problems, which is always fun. Um, We'll see how the suit gets to come back. But is she smarter than um, Shuri? Well, you know what. They never say who's smarter than who, really. But well, I've heard that Shuri is smarter than Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, that makes sense because she has the uh, the advantage of having all these uh, yeah technological advances throughout the years. So I can see that. And then maybe I, I mean it'd be interesting if Riri was even from Wakanda. I don't know if they're going that far into it or yeah, if yeah. she's not where she is from the comics. But I mean, obviously, you can do right? They, that I knew. I know that, but. On. They could rewrite anything they want, or they might go like yeah. uh, maybe a divorce situation where mom's in New York and dad's Wakandan, and then she goes back to Wakanda with her dad, or something along those lines that kind of makes it make sense where she has experiences with Stark Industries in New York and then also uh, Wakanda. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, parent works in the Stark Towers. There's a daycare in exactly. there. She sneaks mm-hmm. off. I, there's she's plenty of ways stuff. to write it. Clearly, I'm not a professional, but I'm sure we'll do it just fine. <laughs> If I know anything, the villain will definitely be Tony's fault. That's for sure. He <laughs> yeah. Oh, he yeah. He's yeah. in all things. It's it's Jake Gyllenhaal's character's brother, and he's he's pissed. <laughs> he's just always. Or pissed. Howard the Duck. I don't know. Oh, man, Howard the Duck. He was a fun one. At what if character? That's for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll be pumped to see what happens with him in season two. No. Right. Was there any other news that you guys wanted to hit on from Disney Days that you thought was like interesting? worth talking about before i move on i don't want to leave you guys anything in your minds there uh shang chi is on disney plus now you can watch it in imax format oh man that was gonna that's what it was thank you i had it written down i forgot yeah there's a series of films in IMAX format now on Disney Plus. Yeah, you so you're gonna say there's a series of Marvel films on Disney Plus, and I'm gonna are, break my computer. Seen, <laughs> if anyone's not aware, Marvel Disney, on Disney Marvel, Plus. same thing. Same thing. Uh, but yeah, Shang Chi being out now, great. You didn't get a chance I'm to see it, it in theater, whether financially or just because you didn't want to get you know deal like with COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. It's on there now. Such a good movie. Go watch it. Um, we love it. Obviously, it was my first Marvelous Death because I love it so much. I was just going to say. I think it's worth going to watch. If you need to see like our review of it first, go back and watch that. But yeah, I love this movie. I definitely think people, now that it's out, hopefully it catches a little All right, more. All right, 100% selfishly, the order you should do things is watch our spoiler-free review, watch yes. the movie, watch our review, then watch Marvelous Deaths, and then yes. because you like Marvelous Deaths so much, go watch mine for Doctor Strange, which yes. has nothing to do with anything, exactly. so it's awesome. Hope, really, all we care about is just using them to use you guys, obviously. But before oh. all that, go give us five stars, like, subscribe. Uh, the, like, the, subscribe. The, <laughs> you guys haven't seen the, the Star, Star Wars, Wars stuff podcast. podcast. <laughs> Alright, guys, we're plugging too much. Continue. <laughs> we're losing viewers. Star Wars. Uh, watch it. It's good movies. Um... But yes, Shang-Chi, great. Remember to keep those in mind, because as we're missing movies, Eternals just came out. It'll eventually be on there if you don't want to go watch in theaters. So I think you should. I think it was worth it. Uh, I think this is a good time to mention, like we always do, I know we're all always excited about the next thing. Yes. Take time. Enjoy breathe, the current thing. Enjoy what has currently happened. Talk about Eternals with your friends. Don't just talk about this next Spider-Man trailer that hasn't come out yet. 
also like enjoy what's already out there um, or hate on what's out there. And it was still a divisive. I thought it was as more people were going to watch it, it was going to get more love. I have been wrong on that count. It oh, really? It's been hmm, interesting. More critically panned as more critics have seen it, unfortunately. But that's why we're our own show and we are entitled to our own opinions. But if you think we're wrong, rate us five stars and tell us. And then tell us that we're wrong. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's the last one. Okay. Uh, Yeah, we got to tune in next week. We'll probably hit on Hitmonkey. The first episode will be out very soon. We're going to be hitting on Hawkeye, but clearly there's not a new episode quite yet. Um, Before we uh, leave, though, we do want to hit you guys with our most important segment of the show. Yep. Obviously, super famous. I remember what we called it last time. I'm going to call it the Thane thing this time. Mm-hmm. It's yep. that part at the end where we uh, say, who's in Spider-Man? What's yep. Go ahead, David. You're up first. David, who is for sure in this movie? Absolutely 100% fact. So 100% still pipe, still lead pipe lock. It's going to be Pip from the planet Titan. He's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. And, of course, he's going to be voiced by Patton Oswalt. And, uh, Money casting right there. That's for he's sure. going to be, like, like half drunk. Um, so, yeah, now, he's going to be I introducing have a quick people. Pitch, now that we're talking yes. about Patton Oswalt, because he was also MODOK, which was another Hulu show, and he got to be a voice in something in um, MCU prior, proper. I want to see Jason Sudeikis make his way into the MCU because he's the voice in Hitmonkey. Did Pat Oswald have a role in the the Marvel the little Marvel show um, Shield? I swear he yes. was in Shield. Yeah, yes, yeah. he did. Good for Pat you. Oswald's yeah. just he's a great guy. He's super funny, great comedian, and he also has that epic like filibuster pitch with the uh, where Marvel should be um, yes, canonized Marvel. with Star Wars and yeah, one entity. <laughs> So, yeah, if you want to be entertained, yeah, look that up on YouTube. It's awesome. Patton Oswald's filibuster. Speech. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I, you know, the other person that's going to be in this movie is uh, Burt Ward playing a 90 year old version of Robin <laughs> from Batman 66. Uh, this is, He's this a thousand awesome. percent. They, his, his tights are now an adult diaper, but he said he would still do it. So he's going to be in the movie as well. All right. Well, I'm going to go. This is this might surprise you guys because you probably haven't seen the leaks yet, but I've been hearing the rumors. I've been watching. I've got a couple insiders that I know. Um, Multiple sources. So Stone Cold, I'm talking the Stone, Stone Cold of the Century of the Week. Colin Weaver from the Star Wars Stuff Podcast <laughs> will be in Spider-Man. Take it to the bank. I know for a fact that he's in it. He's got a huge I'm, role. I'm a little disappointed with the payoff because I thought you were going Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now we get stupid okay. Colin. <laughs> You've seen Colin uh, with his shirt off and beard. You would know he is just as impressive as a twig. Well, oh yeah! By the way, out. his uh, his wife says hi. By the way, we just did the Star Wars stuff podcast. Brooke says hey. hi. Ah, Thanks, Brooke. She's, she's got on the show. She's yeah, I know. We everyone is disappointed that they have not returned. We're going to get Ray back. We're glad to get David back. Really, the third billing. Um, but we're glad to have you. We were glad to be able to do this episode. This was fun. I had fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. It was a good times. Um, so, like we said, make sure you get back next week. We'll have something interesting besides just Hitmonkey. We'll, yeah. Know, hopefully, there's news. Hopefully, there's just sweet Spider-Man news. Oh my god! Dig into. <laughs> dig um, deeper. If not, I'll just talk about Star Wars. I don't care what's up. <laughs> uh, 
until next week, guys, just, uh, you know, like we always say, like, subscribe, share, but also just try not to have too much fun without us. You guys have been getting wild out there.